you're listening to Cobb Conversations on the Business of Brands with Sudeep Chawla and Sharavana Raghavan. One of Amazon India's early campaigns was this ad called Aur Dikhao talking about the range that they had. Do you know why that is every marketer's most favorite TVC ever? Because that's the gospel truth of every marketer when they work, especially when they work with creatives. Or the cow, or the cow, and and the great marketing gurus that we are, we take great pride in behaving like Steve Jobs, whether we deserve to or not is a different thing. But we take great pride in behaving like Steve Jobs. We say. I will know a good creative when I see it. So I've run into a lot of these issues, uh, especially with with my clients and a lot of marketers saying, I like it, I don't like it when they review a creative. And obviously that's not the way you judge a marketing creative. I know a lot of it is born from the misconception that marketing per se is a creative endeavor, which is a discussion for another day. But what I want to ask you today, Sudeep, is about how does or how do marketers judge a creative that's in front of them? How should they do it? Hmm. Interesting one, actually. Uh, Something that I can't say I have gained mastery at, but... uh, since I spent some time thinking about it, I should be able to shed some light hmm. and then I let the listeners and you uh, think about those points and reflect on them <laughs> and uh, see if you know those make sense or you would want to add, delete, modify anything to the list. So uh, I, I quite like how you started. I think uh, as a marketer, it's an occupational hazard as well as uh, you know a privilege to be recipient of some very uh, quirky, fun, inspirational, outright absurd and sometimes off the mark uh, (laughs) creative work done by a lot of very talented art and copy guys. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, sometimes you feel almost uh, overwhelmed with the fact that such talented guys are working for Uh, for a particular brand that you are responsible for and hence uh, I have always seen it as a privilege and uh, you know and it's a it's a big responsibility because you are finally holding the can on this one and uh, and hence I think one of the most critical aspect of marketing is to be able to give feedback on creatives you know if we think about it very very simply the only way a marketer can add value to a creative process is number one by creating a sharp brief and number two by giving value adding feedback on the creatives. We had done one episode about brief earlier where we spoke about the fact that you need to be able to articulate your business objective, marketing objective, communication objective and after the communication objective for added clarity if you are able to say what would the consumer think feel do before the campaign, after the campaign, and then you capture your mandatories, etc. That will make sure that you are able to put all your objectives, your assumptions, your 
insights, your context, etc. in a structured manner on a piece of paper. And as Narayan said in one of the episodes that we recently recorded and released, uh, he speaks about the fact that brief keeps everybody honest. Hmm. It's a and document. It, it's yeah. a document. It's documented. So it gives it gives you a criteria to judge. It gives you a criteria to say no, yes, etc., etc. Yeah. And hence I'm saying that making a sharp brief is one of the first things that one should do. And then one should aim at giving what I would like to call as value-adding feedback. Why do I call it value-adding feedback? Why, why have I not call it feedback? Feedback, honestly, is a fairly abused term. You know, all of us have been on the receiving side of the feedback during our appraisal processes. And, you know, a lot of the times it feels that it is not value-adding. It is, you know, somebody is just trying to justify what they really think. Well, they've already decided. But they've already decided. And hence, therefore, I call it value-adding feedback. When I say value-added feedback, I was just thinking how to define it. Right. I think just by the way you called it value-adding feedback means there is value-eroding feedback. And that itself is very clear to a certain extent. (laughs) No, no, for sure. So, you know, one of the things that I always tell all young marketeers is that the way we think day in, day out about our brand and usually the brand becomes the center of our universe. Uh, Similarly, when you're talking to creative teams, uh, they are trying to generate ideas day in, day out. And some of those ideas are transferable across brands because they work with human insights. Now, those ideas, therefore, are like babies to them. yeah, And they live with those ideas. They let those ideas grow merge or fuse those ideas with your brand proposition etc and hence if you honestly attack their idea and you know you attack their creativity etc that is really value erosion becomes very personal to the creative mind it does and it does not take the creative process forward it honestly makes them defensive and they they stop participating in you know furthering their understanding on the project or on the brand And hence, value-adding was the word that I used. Now, the way I go about defining value-adding, it is an objective feedback that prompts reflection and enhances the understanding of the creative team. Yeah, as opposed to demoralizing them. I've chosen this sentence carefully because there are three key words that I've put in there. First is objective. Second is prompts reflection. And third is enhances understanding. If you are able to do all these three, then not only are you achieving the desired output for your brand, but you are also building an excellent agency partnership such that the agency looks at you as somebody who is really wanting to invest time, attention, effort into uh, making them more effective. Inspiring them inspiring them thereby helping them achieve their objectives in a in a significantly better manner and in the last 15 16 years that i've seen the power of having you know an agency that works like a partner can't be overemphasized absolutely they in addition to the brief when the agency behaves like a partner they keep you very honest even when you tend to veer away on short termism at times the agency actually takes the onus to bring you back on track. And I've seen that firsthand. I completely agree with you on that point. Correct. And before I dive deeper into 
all the aspects of what I call as value adding feedback. One of the and we should address this because we have all been guilty of it. Uh, when we are new, we want all of us want to create iconic campaigns, campaigns that you know really will become the pulse of the nation. They'll be on the lips of every kid, young, and adult that goes out and about their lives. And therefore, we have preconceived notions uh, that we've built by the kind of advertising that we've been exposed to. So we are either thinking uh, the year 1984 and you know saying the Steve Jobs campaign, uh, or we are thinking, say, for example, any of the iconic work that we have seen, maybe a Fevicol work, which says that humor and Ardi humor possibly gets you where you want to be. Or you look at Perfetti. Yeah, a completely wacky humor in an in a very unlikely situation gets you where you want to be, etc. etc. So we've all built this It's just the modern version of wanting to make a viral campaign. Correct. So all of we all have these preconceived notions. Right. And uh, you know one of the things that have that will keep all the marketeers honest from my experience has been that our job is to create a create an effect, effective advertising or effective creative right which moves the needle with the consumers and that's what you capture in the brief correct as simple as that and whether it becomes iconic or not the time will tell but what we can say for sure is if you keep making effective campaigns your brands will become iconic yeah and you would have done your job so therefore if you want if you're if you stick to that then you don't get overawed by the sort of creatives that are coming to you and you don't start jumping onto the creative bandwagon you're supposed to do your role and your role is to give value adding feedback now with that in mind uh, the three parts of value adding feedback was being objective uh, prompting reflection and enhancing understanding yeah objective is simple it is to say that you should be evaluating a creative on its first principles and the first principle is what is the creative supposed to deliver on what did you want the consumer to get out of it how did you want the consumer to feel after they see the creative feel about the creative feel about your brand that's the first principle now it doesn't matter whether it has been treated in a humorous manner or a dark manner or a a light-hearted manner or a, a romantic manner, etc. What feeling does it leave the consumer with, and what uh, what does it tell to the consumer about your brand? And the reason I use consumer here is that you are supposed to view it from a consumer's lens, not your lens. One of the first, second mistake, and when we were talking about research earlier, we spoke about this that marketers tend to believe that they are the consumers, yeah, which they are not. So therefore. It is important to understand uh, that difference. One of the easiest way to do this is to go back to your brief. The last time in this process when you spent significant amount of time articulating for the consumer was when you wrote the brief. Therefore, go back to the brief, relook at all your objectives, relook at your context statement, relook at your think field do. It will instantly get you into the consumer's skin. Yeah. And then evaluate whether the whether the creative is solving for the problem that you wanted to solve. Yeah, and hence the first suggestion to all of us is that keep your feedback to the point on the objective, whether the objective is getting delivered or not, and leave the creative aside for the moment. 
now the second aspect was that was about prompting reflection yeah so now you have spoken about the objective and objective nobody can disagree with because everybody has agreed to the brief now second possible point is that the route to objective is via the creative and the interpretation of the creative right so therefore what you have to do is also help the creative understand the context of the consumer if that is something that possibly has gotten missed and the context of the when i say context of the consumer it means whether the consumer is educated uneducated whether the consumer possibly attitudinally whether the consumer is uh, conservative or modern what age does the consumer come from therefore what is the lingo that they understand yeah what are the kind of uh, things which are normal for them what are the things that are aspirational for them etc etc yeah ideally all of that should you know be delivered via the brief uh, but this is an opportunity to again uh, refresh that if you think that the creative possibly is not speaking the same language that you want uh, from a consumer lens yeah and therefore if you are using the wrong creative devices it could lead to possible misinterpretation confusion misdirection etc yeah a classic example which is usually quoted in marketing world is this coke ad in in saudi arabia yeah where they they had uh, written something and they had uh, largely used pictures so the ad was supposed to have you know a guy who is you know almost about to die in a desert and then this guy is looking all around he he looks and finds some mirage somewhere and then he goes towards the mirage but obviously he discovers that it's a mirage and he's almost about to give up and then uh, the guy somebody comes by uh, and gives him a coke the guy drinks the coke and you know feels refreshed and therefore you know uh, it, it it sparks second life in him now while that's a simple ad might not be the most creative one in the world but the context that was missed was that urdu is read right to left so therefore when you look at this ad there is the guy who has a coke feeling happy then somebody comes and this guy gives him the coke and then he is you know now looking at mirage and then he is about to die yeah and the meaning of the ad and the whole context and etc completely changed in their head while the story was fine but when you reverse the story it does not make sense and why would you reverse the story because the urdu ad is read from right to left versus hindi which is read from left to right so therefore if you arrange these pictorially next to each other you will tend to read the story the wrong way so again that's a consumer context yeah there are times when you find that some of our creatives possibly are fairly young of age and therefore some of the terms or lingo that comes naturally to them might not work for your tg if you are supposedly talking to adults yeah 45 and above etc yeah so those are the things which ideally should get emphasized during the brief and the creative should sympathize with it or empathize with it but in any case when you are giving feedback it's another opportunity to be able to prompt that reflection in creative's head 
that this is my consumer's context and hence what you seem to have stated possibly might not land well and therefore you are giving them some possible alternative interpretations which they might not have thought of when they were writing the creative yeah and hence it prompts some amount of reflection all the good creatives uh, never get defensive they hear you out and they also internalize okay this is another way of thinking about it i definitely didn't think about it yeah as long as what you are stating is a plausible way a good creative will always absorb you are listening to cob conversations on the business of brands your hosts are sudeep chawla marketing practitioner business leader and educator to advertising and marketing professionals and sharavana raghavan of vitral brand expertise growth consultants to consumer facing brands and businesses for more information go to cobcast.net if you find this podcast helpful please help us by telling your friends and rating us first started with being objective which is we picked up the brief checked against the objective and we checked against think field do etc number 2 we made sure that uh, we checked it against the consumer context and therefore if there was any misinterpretation chance of any misinterpretation etc we prompted reflection amongst the creative then comes the third piece which is about enhancing understanding yeah through this process then the entire thing that you've done thus far what you've done is and and this is where the intent comes in if your intent is to critique or as we euphemistically say push the creative team so the guys sitting in front of you deal with clients day in day out so they understand where you are coming from but if you genuinely interact with them with the intent to increase their understanding enhance their understanding about for example how would their creative be evaluated against an objective stated in the brief if there are any nuances of the objective that they seem to have missed you know if there are any nuances from the context of the consumer that they seem to have missed possible interpretations of their creative depending on the context of the consumer last but not the least is when you evaluate all the creative any creative on its final delivery objective etc you strip the creative of variety of you know paraphernalia that has gotten built into it you hinge on to finally one or two key words or key visuals yeah which become the uh, the absolute money visual or money words for you that also enhances their understanding that okay our the success of our creative finally is hinging on to this this is something which is delivering the essential understanding everything else creates engagement draws the consumer in makes it memorable etc but all of that is worth it only if these two things work therefore when you strip everything off that also creates significant understanding in their head as to how uh, a creative is getting evaluated yeah and so therefore if they were to rebuild it what is it that they will first fix and then what they, what will they build there Uh, what is the core around which they will build the rest of the paraphernalia so one of the key things that you will observe sharuna on all of this is that we have used brief 
the marketing brief and the consumer yeah or the consumer context as are only two objective valuation criteria and repeatedly we have tried to suspend our judgment yeah and we are not wanting to be judgmental about any creative that comes our way yeah if you do that with the right intent more often than not with my experience i have found that you tend to add significant value to the agency and you are also able to collectively enhance the group's understanding of various aspects of this brief consumer as well as the creative evaluation that i think you know really creates a very good creative feedback loop and thereby leads to what i was other uh, previously referring to a healthy client agency relationship which is mutually beneficial got it so if i were to summarize the three steps you mentioned sudeep hmm. the objective is to look at the brief and have your checklist if i can use that word yeah and see if the creative is ticking every box on the checklist yeah then you prompt reflection by saying this is what is in the brief and this is what the creative is doing vis-a-vis the checklist and these things may not be interpreted the right way or interpreted in a different way because this is the reminding the creatives of the consumer context yeah and then enhancing understanding is to basically push the creative with what's already there which is the creative and the consumer context and imbibe it even further in them to get them to think in a different direction or think in a possibly on an elevated plane if if you can say that to come up with a different version of it yeah so enhanced understanding also is about the fact that uh, throughout this process when you are analyzing the creative all of that tends to enhance their understanding yeah the most key th- the key thing that you want to deliver in this step is that what are the one or two key words and visuals in the creative which uh, will make or mar the final comprehension of it yeah and hence what is something that they have already solved for or they have to solve for when they come back the underlining aspects yeah yeah got it so i have a follow up question to this now yeah. all of this sounds very clear as usual now there is something called this creative magic my first question is how do i as a marketer inspire this creative magic because this merely ticks the boxes for me right what how can i help the creative to go above and beyond than just what the brief is asking them to do Hmm. See I think I I am a firm believer of creative magic. I have seen uh, a lot of the directors that I worked with uh, lifting the script several notches after we have got one or two versions right. The first part of the job is done by the agency. So for example I used to work with Ogilvy. So basis the core brief etc they will come back with some scripts. yeah and from amongst those scripts we will either choose one or we will give some feedback etc etc and that particular script would then go to a director hmm. the director would then really lift it up several notches 
Hmm. Yeah. So I feel that a beautiful building can only be constructed once your foundation is strong. And this is the process to lay the foundation. Correct. So getting your brief right, giving the first set of feedback, etc. is all about laying the right foundation. Got it. And then you leave it to the experts. And therefore, I have always strayed away from giving creative solutions. That is my next question, actually. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, let it be a jingle or a TVC or even a digital creative. While I can be objective and follow the process that you're giving, I'm a marketer and I'm very close to the brand. Mm -hmm. And is there no space for my subjective feedback as in my taste or what I think in, in a gut? Because when I work so long on a brand or so intensely on a brand, I believe any marketer develops a gut for the, for the brand. Is there no space for that in critiquing a, uh, an output? I would say, Sharon, that the gut has to come from one of the two things. Either the, either the brief or the consumer context. It can't come from anywhere else. Yeah, you no are either, personal preferences or tastes. No, I think you can't have, you are not the consumer. So therefore, you can't have a personal preference. You will either speak for the consumer or you will speak for the strategic objective. Strategic objective is what bra- uh, brief represents. Right. And consumer is what is consumer represents. So therefore, you either speak from the brand side or the consumer side. They can't be the brand manager's side. Right. Then you are honestly trying to do a creative job which the creative can do 100 times better than you. Perfect. That's very matter-of-factly, brutally put. Yeah. So there's a Hindi <laughs> saying which says, Jiska kaam usi ko saaje, aur kare to danda baaje. Right? So you should let the experts do their job. If somebody else tried to do it, they will get beaten up. That's. I think that's very brilliantly put because the the fact that you like something creative and if it's at odds with the person whose job it is to make it creative, you really are doing something seriously wrong and the process has not been followed. Hmm. I think that's very, I think you put it in a very casual way. And I think, but this is going to hit a lot of marketers, brand owners, and spouses of brand owners very hard. Because I've had a client who's approved a creative gone back home, spoken to his wife, and then come back and said, my wife doesn't like it, I want to change the creative. Mm-hmm. So, so I've, I've had that happen. So that's that's been one extreme case. But uh, I've been told from the agency side that it's not a one-off case. <laughs> so That's possible. Say, for example, uh, you know, your friend, your wife, or anybody, if this look at a creative and they might have some kind of a reaction, that reaction could spark a thought in your head. Mm. And so therefore, it might lead to uh, second opinions, doubts, etc. Uh, right. And as a marketer, you will, you because you're continuously thinking about the brand and the creative and everything, you will get su- such doubts. Right. There's no problem in harboring such doubts. The only submission I have is that those doubts have to be filtered via one of these two objective sources. Absolutely. And if you still find them valid, you should feel absolutely sure to take them up with the creative team. 
And if they're not valid, if they're not passing through the consumer or the brief filter, then I think you should leave it to the creative's judgment. More importantly, that's a learning for you. Absolutely. So the next time you hear an opinion, you should therefore develop a better gut. Exactly. I think this is uh, the best way to practice your gut and build a genuine gut for creative judgment as a marketer. That's brilliant, Sudeep. I think this is very pithy and very neatly and one of your your most brutal statements on the podcast so far. I'm glad to have opened up that side for you. Thank you, Sharon. This was fun. Thank you for listening to Cobb Conversations on the Business of Brands with Sudeep Chawla and Sharavana Raghavan. Subscribe and learn more at Cobbcast.net. That's C-O-B-B-C-A-S-T dot net. Thank you.